Why did you turn your camera off? Is the is the toilet right in the middle of the room? No, because I'm not wearing a bra right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can lie about it. Or I can just tell you exactly. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Uh, hey, and I'm uh, I'm former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. How's it going, Rach? How are you? What's going on? <laughs> you didn't want to do Phil Murphy? I'm just a little bit Cur- bummed. Current New Jersey Governor no. and Jack who Chirelli, are you talking who to? doesn't wanna doesn't wanna concede. Who are you talking to? I don't want to do this. Uh, who is who? What does that mean? I'm just who I am. I'm. <laughs> Disgrace. Are you mad that you missed Bruce Springsteen by a week? Well, you know what? I'm sad. Like you can tell, I'm sure by the demeanor of my voice that I'm very sad because I'm a big fan of your podcast. By the way, huge fan. Mm-hmm. There's only mm-hmm. one thing I uh, love more, and that's Bruce Springsteen. So, oh wow, I was listening okay. to the show last week before I came on here today. We came over to Pat's house. It's funny, Pat Driscoll, the co-host of the show. My wife's name is Mary Pat. Did you know that, Mary Pat Christie? Oh, wow. That's a lot of first names right there, yeah, Mary, Mary Pat Mary Christie. Pat. She's great. She's a <laughs> wonderful woman. She, 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 here's the thing. I'm, I'm sure you can sense it in my voice. I'm a little bit sad because I was listening to the episode and I heard the stuff that Bruce Springsteen said about me and it really bummed me out because oh, he's my hero. He's my idol. He's my best friend and he just treats me bad. And I was talking to my wife, Mary Pat, about it and she was like, you know what? Say la vie. That's what she said. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I have no fucking clue what that means. And she was like, you know, say la vie. And I was like, I Mary Pat. What Mary Pat, come in here. Hey Rach, what's up? <laughs> it's Mary Pat hey. Christie. <laughs> you sound a lot like my friend Pat. Oh well we have the same uh, we have a, a similar name. His first name is my middle name. So I yes. just here with my husband. Disgraced former governor. I don't know if he's disgraced. He did the bridge thing. He's not really disgraced. He's just like yeah. A- I was gonna ask how how are things with the bridge gate? Oh, I think should I get him back in here or you want? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear you know right from the source. Thanks, Mary Pat. I mean, although he probably wasn't really totally the source, it was like his assistants. But I told him to do it. Oh, mm. oh, oops, oops, a Daisy. I just admitted it on the. Thank God, only seventy six people listen to this thing. <laughs> but Allison Silverman's from New Jersey, so she might tell on me. Don't say anything. It's me, Chris Christie. I'm bummed out. And here's the thing. He told this story. The one thing that I think a lot of people were talking about was he told the story about how he calls me up and I go to his house and he kicks me in the nuts. That's not That's not, that doesn't, has never happened. Mm-hmm. He's never called me up, had me go to his house, and then he kicked me in the nuts. That's silliness. I wouldn't go to his house. I would go to his house. I would go to his house and I'd get kicked in the... I, I, would, I would. I just feel like Bruce Springsteen is not the kind of person to kick anyone in the nuts. Well, he said it. I'm just telling you what he said. And I'm supposed to be on this show. Pat was bringing in New Jersey icons to come on the show and talk to you, mm-hmm. Rachel, about the time you're spending in Asbury, beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Gone to Madame Marie's yet? 
I have not, but I I found a second location of Madame Marie. So I'm not really sure if the ghost of Madame Marie is splitting time between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. She's she's long gone. I I met her in real life because I was such a mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen fan. You know, my whole mm-hmm. life I've been a, I've been mm-hmm. just singing his songs. I go to his shows. I tuck my shirt into my pants and I pull my pants really high and I dance a little bit and I sing. <sighs> Mary Pat's dress waves. It's not Mary Pat, but I sing it to Mary, my wife, Mary Pat, and it's a thing. Then we fuck. What are your kids' names? Like Chris Pat and Mary Chris, and yeah, that's exactly what they are. Chris Pat, Mary Chris. That's exactly our our two kids. We have two kids: Chris Pat, Mary Chris Christie, Mary Chris Christie. <laughs> It's hilarious that my name is Christopher Christie, if you think about it. Like, that's a stupid as fuck name. Yeah, I went to school with a kid named Phil Phillips, so... And I knew a John Johnson, but yeah, Chris Christie is. Phil Phillips. I make this place your home. Did you go to high school with that guy? The American Idol? Different Phil Phillips. Different one. No, you're not alone. I also went to... Sorry, this was elementary school. I also went to elementary school with Travis Butts. (laughs) That poor bastard. Oh, my God. I went to high school with Kelly Horney. Yeah, I knew that. I think I knew about Travis mm-hmm. Butts, too. I, I, Because yeah. I, I listened to the podcast, Chris Christie. But mm-hmm. I used to be the governor there. I loud mouth kind of a guy. You know, I was a big Trump guy for a while, but I think I'm not so much a big Trump guy anymore. I think I turned on him at some point, right? Mm-hmm. I turned on Probably. him. Probably. Yeah. Well, Mary Pat was. I don't like, know. Was it was it before or after? Oh yeah, no, it was definitely after Obama came and gave money to New Jersey after Hurricane yeah, Sandy. We were friends. We shook hands. The whole deal. It was a big thing. I could show my bipartisanship. And now, and now Obama's the one who got a podcast with Bruce Springsteen, not you. Yeah, you don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm just really rubbing salt in the wound. I mean, I know. Re- that's really upsetting for you to bring that up right now. You know, because. I'm here. I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to be a, Mary Pat. Can you get in here? Hey, Rach, it's Mary Pat Christie again. Chris is really, what did you say to him? She said <sighs> the thing about Obama's podcast. Oh, Rachel, he shouldn't have said that. Makes him really sad. He loves Bruce Springsteen. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. I did. Well, did you have any questions about, New Jersey you wanted to ask because I can answer him just as well as Chris oh. Christopher Christie. What is the state sport of New Jersey? Are you testing me right now? Are you like, do no, you no, know I'm the just, answer to this? And you're know. trying to test me about no, that? I, I Cause I will like fucking come over there. I know every, I know every house by interior in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I know exactly mm-hmm. where I can see the house. I know exactly where it is. And I'm not my husband. Are you an interior designer? I am or like, not. what's your job? I know all. <laughs> I have I have equipped most of Oh, them. are you Madame Marie? Are you the ghost of Madame Marie? I gotta go. <laughs> but what's this what's the state food? I wanna uh, know. What's the state meal? This is Chris again. Did you did you okay. did you fucking piss my wife off? Don't No, I asked her a question. Don't fucking piss my answer. fucking wife off. Rachel. Oh my god, fucking people from New Let Jersey just something. yelling at me. I may be sad <laughs> right now, but if you fuck with Mary Pat Christie, Mary Patricia Christie, 
I'll fucking, you know, I know every house by interior in New Jersey. <laughs> I know exactly where that house is. And you know what? I'm going to send Tony Sirico, Polly Walnuts, oh God. to your I house. Know. He's going to knock on the door and he'll bring you a bran muffin. <laughs> I like a bran muffin. I know. You like nice, you get a good shit when you have a nice bran muffin. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What but were you, you asking? The, tell me the state fucking fuck all. I don't fucking know. What do I look like? The state food. The governor. The former governor. The formerly disgraced governor. Or the currently disgraced former governor. I don't think I'm that disgraced. I think I kind of got out of the woods a little bit at the end there. Uh, hot dogs, of course. Oh, right. I feel like that would be like New York for Nathan's. You know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, plums. Famous New Jersey plums. But Mary Pat is under the bed. She's screaming. She's wet. She went <laughs> under Pat's bed. She took a pillow and she's screaming into it. So you must have done something to really upset her. So I'm going to go take care of her. Do you have any more last minute questions about New Jersey before I get out of here? What's one thing I should do before I leave? Have you been to Madame Marie's? I'm out of here. <laughs> Whoa, Rach. That was sad Chris Christie. His wife Mary Pat stopped by also, though. That's nice. Is she still under your bed crying and screaming? She's screaming under a pillow. It's disconcerting, but... It's surprisingly quiet. I just heard her say, she's she's saying, if you think Chucky is a killer, wait till (laughs) I get, wait till I get to that house in Asbury Park that you're... I think she's gonna... I think she's threatening to murder you. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what I did to cause this distress. I don't know what you did either, but she's pissed. She's incensed. How you doing there, Rachie? What's up, my friend? Everything going all right? You spill any water today? <laughs> not today. That was yesterday. Mm. Today, I just couldn't open the back door of my building because it, the push bar doesn't want to work. And I was like, that's going to be great in case of a fire. Yeah. So you're in a building, not a home. No. Yeah, I'm in an apartment. Oh, how you liking it? Um, it reminds me of what living in an apartment used to be like. So that's not really an answer of how you like it. I mean, simple, <laughs> simple, good or bad would it be. I feel like you were fine living in apartments in the past. Well, I just, I, I've been living in a house. And so I forgot what it's like to like walk into a building yeah. and have to open another door. So I'm assuming this is a bad, you don't like it is what you're saying. Without well, saying now I'm, I'm used to it again, but like the first day it was weird. It was like, oh, it's been a while since I've, been I know I just said that. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it's been a while. It's been a while. You, you should say it like that. There's a reason it was such a popular song because everyone could relate to the term. It's been a while. Yeah. Since I've yeah. been I don't know mm-hmm. the next words to that song. I don't really think I know yeah. any of the words except for it's been a while since I've been. I also have never lived in a very large apartment building. Um, I live in not since I lived in London, and that one was even a little bit weird. But I'm in like a three story building with 20 apartments. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I like there's a hallway, there's other people, but I don't really hear them very often. I know one of your big digs. About one of the other places you stayed was that the people in the grocery stores weren't friendly enough. But I've heard a story already today about the grocery stores mm-hmm. in in uh, in uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. That seems they're plenty friendly. Pretty much everyone I pass on the street says hello or waves. <clears throat> so. There you go. Mm-hmm. You fa- it's great. You're gonna no make that place your home. <laughs> I've had lots of conversations with people over nothing. Uh, you're then you're happy. It's like Seinfeld over yeah, here. Regular Seinfeld Seinfeld show. 
So that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad. I, I can't tell if how you feeling though. You feeling happy? Besides the take daylights, I know you haven't had a, had a rough daylight mm-hmm. savings. Mm-hmm. Take that out of the equation. Pluck it out. Yeah. You went to a yeah. concert. You had fun there. I'm assuming. I did. I did. It was fun. Went to see Parquet Courts at the Stone Pony. Oh, parquet Courts. The famous Stone Pony. I heard someone. Uh, uh, um, uh, describe parquet courts as uh, boyfriend music, and I thought that was very uh, appropriate <laughs> way to describe. Parquet there were probably courts. a lot of boyfriends there. Yeah. Boyfriend music. I actually yeah. recently went to a concert. <clears throat> uh-huh. Did I talk about this boyf- the boyfriends thing? No. I went to a concert. I went to see Waxahachie a few months, maybe a month ago. And it was great. She was mm-hmm. wonderful as always. Um, but I tweeted about how we need to come to terms with and put an end to um, allowing disinterested boyfriends at, at concerts because they're a fucking blight <laughs> for everybody. At one point, I w- mm-hmm. there was a man, a uh, disinterested boyfriend, uh, just don't bring them. They don't want to go. They mm-hmm. don't want to see Waxahachie. If you, if you want a boyfriend who wants to see Waxahachie, find a great per- guy. Don't date this person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be here. He was literally, <laughs> literally leaning his head against the, you know, Webster Hall, how they have the doors mm-hmm. that open onto the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know, but leaning his head on the door and sleeping. He was in his 20s. You weren't tired. <laughs> He's just like, I'm so fucking bored by this. Was he dealing with daylight savings no, time? This I don't know. Month, he might have been A month ago. And okay. I tweeted about it. I was like, we got it. Just let the disinterested boyfriend stay home. They don't, I don't want mm-hmm. them here. They, they take up space. They annoy me. They talk through the mm-hmm. whole thing also. Mm-hmm. If they're not sleeping against the fucking door. If you mm-hmm. can't, I'm sorry. If you're being lulled to sleep by the fucking gorgeous voice of Katie Crutchfield, you can get fucked. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's the music for boyfriends, I guess, parquet courts, because mm-hmm. they'll be up and bouncy. Yeah, I I sat down a lot of the show. We were kind of off to the side. Stone Pony's like an interesting venue indoors uh, in that it's kind of long and thin, but the stage is on the side rather than at one end. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went down to the far end and there's a bar down there and we're like, oh, you can see the side of the stage perfectly here and it's not going to be crowded with people like in front of it. And the sound's all going to be terrible anyway, because it's tiny. It's just going to bounce off the walls. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, let's just stand on the side. And so we did. And so I sat on a bar stool for a lot of the concerts. Oh, that's good. I don't know them that well. Yeah. I, um, I'd i heard some of their songs and never really got that into them. I think they're better live than they are recorded, though. Okay, there you say. go. There, and there you have it. And it didn't they're like good. jammy yeah. post-punk. Mm-hmm. I know them. I was familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah. I had the first two albums, I believe. Yeah. And then I started- but I feel like live, it's like even more so. Like it's, you know, jammier. You love jam bands, big fish head. I know, I know that about you. You're a big mm-hmm, fish head, mm-hmm. Harry. You know what to say if I say Harry, right? We were convinced she that she doesn't I... know. Bermuda. She doesn't know what to <laughs> say when I say Harry. You're supposed to say Mm-mm, hood. I don't. I don't. Um, we were convinced that we saw the former lead singer of Passion Pit mm. there. Um, Bill was pretty sure that's who this guy was, and then I was like, I don't know, like. I, Passion Pit was like a Massachusetts band, but no, this guy was from New Brunswick, New Jersey. New so like, Jersey. it could have been him. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been him. Was Mary Pat? He Christie was there, there to see. No, he was there to see the opening band that was a uh, mixed bag, but uh, they had a really amazing bassist who wore a pantsuit that had uh, she was female bassist. 
pantsuit that was like bright red looked like an 80s kind of suit with like shoulder pads and stuff it. but it looked amazing on her now, and she was like rocking were they called mixed bag or did you call them a mixed no bag? they were called private practice which sounds oh, like right. a tnt show well, it was a tv show it was the, it was the spinoff <laughs> of gray's anatomy oh sorry sorry <laughs> not private practice public practice oh, public practice okay yeah. <laughs> which which sounds like a tnt sure. show yeah, 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 yeah absolutely it does <laughs> private practice was the hit was the actual of, show, yeah. Uh, yeah. Grey's Anatomy starring the yeah. Kate. They they had a lead singer who was trying too hard, but the the drummer was great, the bassist was great. Oh, so they need to get fuck off this lead singer, huh? Yeah, I don't know. She wasn't great. Public practice. Public practice. They're from New York. Passion. They're okay. It's like it's like seventies style dancing music, but like super repetitive. Mm. Cool. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got out to see a concert. You going to go mm-hmm, see the Wallflowers mm-hmm. or no? No, because I'm going up to Montclair to see Kendall and Bill. Oh, nice. So we might go see Cheap Trick, who are playing in Montclair on Friday. That's a lot better than fucking the Wallflowers, to be fair, if I'm being honest. Well, the Wallflowers are playing at a tiny venue. I've never seen them live. I'm like, wouldn't be the Hello, worst dra- Imagine you went and they didn't play One Headlight. <laughs> They've released so many albums since then, and I haven't heard a single one of them. Somebody told me, I actually like the Counting, obviously, I've talked about the Counting Crows Mm -hmm. a thousand times, and I love them. Um, And I think Kevin McCaffrey from the Sex and Mm -hmm. the City It's podcast, Mm -hmm. I think he told me that somebody, his friend, went to go see Counting Crows, and they didn't play Mr. Jones, and he was like, so mad. It's like, he was like, (laughs) seriously, I mean, come on. I, I guess, I don't know where I stand on that. They have a lot of songs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did they play other hits? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. they only like, play deep cuts? I would be way more <laughs> mad if, for example, they didn't play A Long December than if they didn't play Mr. Jones mm-hmm. or The Rain King. You know what we're coming up on? A Long December. Yeah, of course. I, what do you think? I don't, got it marked out on my calendar. <laughs> got to start li- I'm I'm saving up crops. all my listens. You got to make sure you're I crops. didn't listen to it enough, and that's why I spilled water at the grocery store yesterday. It's just like... It's paying... Even mm-hmm. now Karma. you're paying for it mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. a whole year later. Because it's for the whole day. next year. So Yeah. How how have you been? Pretty good. I can't complain. My daughter was very sick for three full days. I guess I can complain. It was terrible, actually. You are right now, actually. <laughs> it was horrible. She had a high fever for three fucking days, and then it was just a shit show. She was miserable, and mm-hmm. she wasn't sleeping. Therefore, we weren't sleeping. We had to watch Dune and two... Si- we had to w- finished dune it took us two seatings two settings two what two settings two sittings two sittings to finish dune Mm -hmm. horrible stuff what a life (laughs) it's tough it's tough dune was great Mm -hmm. visually stunning i will Mm say um i loved it Probably that's, some people might not like it at all, but Adrian and I were big fans, big Dune heads now. That's cool. I um don't care to be quite I honest. I had I didn't care at all. And <laughs> f- as a matter of fact, I told Adrian Saturday, I was like, I think I'm out. I mm-hmm. think I'm not going to want. I think I'm out. I think I don't want to devote the time to it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "All right." And then I felt I was like, "All right, I'll watch it." And with with this sort of like uh, begrudging, yeah. I can't believe I'm going to drag your Dune. feet in. <laughs> And then I fucking loved it. it. Was swept up in the magic of movies. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. One thing I know for a fact is that we're not here to talk about Dune. No, we're not here to talk about Timothy Chalamet. 
No, we hadn't mentioned him until talk, right well, now. Well, he's in Dune. He's <laughs> I, in Dune. I know, but we had I'm now going to name all the people from Dune. We're not here to talk about Oscar Isaac or uh, Jason Momoa or the woman from um, Dr. Sleep who's in it. We're going to talk. We're not here to talk about Parquet Courts or Cheap Trick. Or the Wallflowers. Or, or the Wallflowers or Mary Pat Christie. She was here to talk about herself. She's so mad at you. She's still yeah. yelling. Or down Chris there. Pat Christie or, or Mary, Mary Chris Christie. Chris. <laughs> Pat Chris. Pat Chris Chris. Patricia Chris Christie. Mm-hmm. Patricia Christine Christie, I think, are their names. Mm hmm. Instead, we're here to talk about Degrassi, The Next Generation. More mm-hmm. specifically, Degrassi, The Next Generation, episode 810. 810. 810. It's the 10th episode of the 8th mm-hmm. season. The 153rd episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. Oh, my God. You ever stop and think of those numbers, Rach, how high they are? 153 <laughs> of these things we've watched so far. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's saying. a lot. That's what I'm saying. But because of all the two parts, it's like the 124th episode of Degrassi, the next generation. The name of the episode, the name of the episode is Bad Medicine. Your love is like bad medicine. Bad Medicine is, of course, a Bon Jovi song. So, Rachel, I know you're going to be like, I don't really like Bon Jovi, but they have a lot of great hits. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite of the Bon Jovi hits? Imagine you were like, I don't like them. I have a deep cut. I don't know any of the deep cuts because I never got that deep into Bon Jovi because I never cared that much. I don't think I know Um, any deep cuts either. So kind of in the same vein as uh, Don't Stop It Believin', like I think that I had a phase where Living on a Prayer was like the best song ever to hear in a car driving somewhere with a group of friends. Um, Bon Jovi is really, really good at that going up an octave. Yeah. Right at the most important moment in the song. (laughs) Yeah. And you can't, uh, it's just, it's great for that. I just don't really care. That's, that's kind of, I'm like, it's fine. I don't think it's bad. It's just not like what I want to listen to. So I never listened to anything beyond the singles. Um, there was definitely a phase when I was like in college and post-college when living on a prayer ended up on a lot of like mixes from friends and it was, uh, (laughs) <laughs> but it was like I, my one friend made a mix called songs you love to hate. And that was on there. And it was like everyone sings along in the car. It's kind of great. Um, but ever since I thought about this the other day, I cannot get it's my life out of my head. Oh, my God. What a fucking horrible song. I know. But it's not that bad. It's actually like a pretty classic pop rock song. Like I can't. It's just constantly I, I can't get it out of my head. I hate one dead or alive. I can't stand it. Yeah. That's all I got. Like Frankie said, you did it your way, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're picking It's My Life? I Please mean, probably do. living on a prayer, it's but, you know. my life. <laughs> life is wow. like wow. an open highway. Oh, my God. I feel like um, I've railed on this very program against you invoking Journey. Mm-hmm. A band who I've railed against on this very program is telling because it's opening my eyes to something because I don't hate Bon Jovi and I hate Journey. And they're so fu- you just elucidating that for me for the mm-hmm. first time opened my eyes. And I was like, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But why do I hate one and kind of tolerate the other? I'm is not like the haircuts know. or I, you know, I guess. <laughs> 
Do you want I to punch feel Steve like Barry? There's so- yeah, totally. No, but like, <laughs> yes. There's something about probably that, I mean, I can tell you exactly what I would imagine it is, is that Journey was popular like before I was around and mm-hmm. I was exactly the right age for like Bon Jovi's New Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, which like I had on CD and listened to it all the fucking time. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like I don't know the deep cuts off my head at, off the top of my head right now, but if you put that album on, I'd probably know all those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, bon Jovi, I don't know if it was Bon Jovi or just John Bon Jovi, and I may have talked about this already, and if I did, forgive me, has a cover that he recorded last year of the Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York for Christmas, and mm. it's the worst song <laughs> like fairy tale new york is an objectively great song yeah this yeah, is the worst song you have ever heard in your life it's h- fucking hilarious his voice is like the weirdest thing you've ever heard he's like doing things that and then like of course he has to change the problematic lyrics i don't remember what he changes them to but they're just like very stupid it's so bad it's almost enough to cancel john bon jovi completely in my life <laughs> but i like a lot of john i like a lot of bon jovi songs I do kind of hate living on a prayer, but I think it's only because I've heard it so much in my yeah. life that like, I'm yeah. just, I do, I don't like it. So I'm down to two songs. When we came on this zoom call, I was listening to one of them and you can attest. I had it in my earbuds. You couldn't hear it, but I mm-hmm. was fucking killing it. You were rocking it. Doom. I'm going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the ballad from New Jersey. I'll be there for you. Oh my mm-hmm. God. What a great song. Go. What? I was like the song, the Friends theme song. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Bon Jovi version of I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandt. Um, I'll Be There For You is a great power ballad. These five words I swear to you when you breathe, I want to be the air for you. And it's five and a half fucking minutes. It's so long. And they say, they do the chorus uh, 84 times. And every time it's great. And you got Richie Sambor in the background just like screaming his fucking uh, background vocals. It's so good. The drums at the end are so good. I love it. Perfectly produced pop song, but I think the best Bon Jovi song is Runaway. I think it's the first Bon Jovi song, the first single of all time. Mm -hmm. What actually I think holds up as a legitimately good song. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Runaway. She's a little runaway. I like when it goes. No way. <laughs> um. So I. I. Yeah. I do. I love. But no, I don't love. But I like. I. I. I have a. I guess it's. I have a nostalgia for them. Whereas for Journey, mm-hmm. I just have like. Oh, I heard "Don't Stop Believing" when I was like already in high school. I was like, this song blows. Mm-hmm. Probably. That's the best I could do. But it is interesting, as you pointed out, you texted me. What an interesting turn of events that Bon Jovi... It happened while I was here. Who knows? We might get a visit from the old man one of these days. We got to get some ladies from uh, New Jersey, like Molly Pitcher. Debbie Mazar. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's from... I think she's from New York. (laughs) But I can give her a call. She's a good friend of mine. You know, she's very close Mm -hmm. friends with Madonna. Mm. Who again? We've talked. Has not been on the show yet. No, she has not. I'm trying to get her. I'm trying to book Madonna, but she doesn't. She's she's busy. She's very busy. She's very busy. I should ch- I should check in with Myra. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm going Runaway. You're going. <laughs> it's my life. Slash living on a prayer. I'm can. And you had yeah. another one. You had three. What was the other thing I mentioned? Oh, I said I hated One and oh. Dead or Alive. Oh yeah. Why do you hate that? It's just a terrible song. Why? I think it's. Okay. I don't know. I just don't like it. I th- maybe it was because they would show it on MTV when I was a kid, like the music video for it, and it felt so long and dreary, and I didn't want to listen to it. One of the it best. It was nowhere near as long as November Rain, but you know, I felt like it was just on sometimes, and it was long. But you like November Rain. Yeah, except for that it goes on for too long. Oh, I love it. I wish it was five minutes more of it. <laughs> 17 minutes. Um, the best Bon Jovi song is not a Bon Jovi song. It's a John Bon Jovi song. And it's mm. shot down in a blaze of glory from Young Guns. Take mm-hmm. me now. He's in that movie. Young Guns 2, I believe. That's from Young Guns Part 2, the second Young Guns. You big fan of Young Guns? No. Who's your favorite Young Gun? I've never seen it. But you know the guys, right? Emilio, Kiefer, Lou Diamond Phillips, Casey Zemesco. I mean, I know those people. Um, Who who do you like the best? Probably Emilio. He just got, you know, do you know what just happened with Emilio? Bad answer. What? (laughs) No. Bad answer, Rach. I'm so glad you said it. Emilio got production shut down on the Mighty Ducks TV show because he wouldn't get a COVID vaccine. And rather, and now they just, this, I think. This is when my, it would pay to do research, but we sometimes go off the cuff. I believe Disney Plus ended up just shutting down the whole show, which that is the most fucked up, selfish. It's one thing if you're going to be Ice Cube and lose a job because you mm-hmm. don't want to get vaccinated and they'll recast you. It's mm-hmm. another thing if an entire Cast. hundreds of people, crew, and, crew. and behind-the-scenes production people mm-hmm are fucking going to lose their job for the next three or four months because you're, you can't get a fucking COVID vaccine. Now, maybe they're just going to recast it, but how do you recast the fucking Emilio Estevez and the Mighty Ducks for heaven's sakes? Get Charlie Sheen on there. I have not. I mean, <laughs> winning Tiger's blood. I didn't Aww. mean to miss your birthday, baby. I wish I'd seen you blow those candles out. Thank you. You're welcome. Bon Jovi. Ron Bon. What are we doing? Degrassi. This is an episode. Bad medicine is steroids. Yeah, it's steroids. <laughs> Tommy used to have take some steroids. <laughs> he then beat the shit out of his football teammate because he said something that wasn't nice. I kind of was like, Sev deserved to get beat up a little bit, to be fair. Oh, yeah, that was like teenage drama. It was not unexpected. But uh, Riley is, since we last saw him when he kissed Hot Peter, Riley um, he is taking ultra muscle boost. <laughs> The ads really sold me on it. I was like, ooh, ultra muscle boost. (laughs) Need some of that. Um, And Hot Peter implies that he's also taking this to not be gay. Well, no, he was, yeah, he kind of did. He kind of does, right? So I, okay. When they left off having like, he kissed him. 
Wasn't mm-hmm. it like very like fraught or did yes, they make it up? It was. Because it now was. it's just like, oh, you're pretending you're not gay. And like, he just like sits there and listen. It's like now they think that it, we've spent like four months since we've watched that episode, which is true. And they just think that we've forgotten about it. Well, to be fair, I did. So they were right. Yeah. So God bless you, <laughs> Linda Shiler and Stephen Stone, because I did forget about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now they're like friends and he like razzes him about, it. he's like, Hey man, what are you, are not gay anymore? Cause he's trying to go out on a date with Anya Bananya. Mm-hmm. Anya and Sav are still broken up and you can tell that like Anya is a little bit, I don't know. They're, they're still into each other, but they're still mad at each other. And so, because she's on the power squad, not the, the spirit squad. squad anymore, the power squad, um, <clears throat> She, you know, is cheering on the football team that actually won for once. Yeah, she was very, she said it was nice to have something to cheer for. Mm-hmm. And then she slipped so, on a banana peel, which was funny because it was on your banana. <laughs> so they're like flirting and, you know, they make a date to go to the dot. And she asks him what, if he could be any bread, what would he be? I was actually going to ask you that question. Rachel, if you could be any bread. And she says a pop tart. And yeah. I'm like, that's not bread. And they it's bread. And then he'd picked a panini. Yeah. I'm 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 actually asking you though. Rachel. Chiabata. Now, is that true? Is that your pick? Because you no, thought I was just about trying it. to say I was just trying to say oh, it. Oh, very you. funny. Very funny. Chiabata. Chiabata. Bata, yeah. Chiabata. That's how they said it on British Bake Off. Yeah. Chiabata. I love Freya. Oh yeah, Freya's the best. She's got a really strong accent. I'm only Um, three episodes in, but I love the shit out of Freya, and I really do have a big soft spot for that German guy. That mm -hmm. fucking German guy, Jurgen. Yeah, he's always just like that is that. And when he was like beating the shit out of the fucking, uh, this isn't a Bake Off podcast. Sorry, Um, (laughs) but um, what is my favorite bread? No, I mean that's a big part of the question I was going to ask. Okay. Because the question that's posed is, if you were a bread, what bread oh. would you be? And I was going to say, do you think that is really just another way of asking what's your favorite bread? Because I know my answer to that. But then it's like mm-hmm. taking it a step further and thinking like, well, what kind of a bread are you really? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you could be any kind of bread, what kind of bread would you be? I look down at my notes. But maybe that you would pick the one you like the most. I mean, I don't really know, like, do I want to get eaten sooner or like... That's what I was thinking. I might want to pick the worst bread. I might want to be like an egg bagel. Sorry. Do I want Do I want it to be like a real chewy thing that someone's like biting into a lot or something that just kind of melts in your mouth? Or like, do I, you know what I would want to be? A three-day-old stale loaf that didn't get bought. <laughs> but then I'd get tossed in the garbage and the rats would eat me. I would be an English muffin because in the U.S. we call them English muffins and in the U.K. they just call them muffins. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a good answer. Kind of like me, British, Rachie. That's a good answer. have to add the British so that you know. Mm, yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't know. So that's what you're picking, a muffin. An English muffin. In, in America, it's an, a Thomas's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you got a but you fucking... Know what's, what's weird in England is that those are called muffins, but muffin muffins are also called muffins. So there's like two different things that use the name muffin, and I can't tell what I necessarily am looking for if there's two different things with the title muffin. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Just get one of each fucking muffins. You get a little muffin and then a big muffin with a blueberry in it. This is Bob Hoskins. How you doing, Rachel? <laughs> you want me Bob, to explain what? to you how to get a fucking muffin in England? Hey, Bob, if you could be any kind of bread, what would you be? You'd be a crumpet, wouldn't you? I'd be fucking rye bread. <laughs> I'd be fucking rye. I love rye. It's rye. That's mm -hmm. the best way to explain it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's delicious. You put it in a toaster. You make a little fucking toast. You put it on a, on a pastrami sandwich. Well, you don't put it on. You put the pastrami sandwich on it. Not me. <laughs> you put a pastrami sandwich and then you put a little piece of rye on top. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I do a little bit differently. I'm Bob Hoskins. Can you bring I... Pat back? I want to hear about what kind of bread he wants to be. He's dead. Mary Pat Christie pulled him under the bed and he, she oh fucking God. choked. I'm just kidding. I'm back. I told Bob, <laughs> I told Bob Hoskins to say that Mary Pat Christie fucking choked me to death under mm -hmm. the bed. She didn't. She left. Mm -hmm. She was. Uh, so <clears throat> what kind of bread you could would be, I be any kind of bread? Um, I feel closest to like an everything bagel. You know, because mm -hmm. it's got a little bit of something for everybody. And you're covered in a lot of shit. Yeah. If you don't like this part <laughs> of it, you're going to like the other part of it. There's something over here you might not like so much, mm -hmm. but over here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a piece of salt. Everybody just likes a, a piece of salt. strong stench of onion coming off of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I love onions. I don't know. I do eat. I do like onions. Mm -hmm. You like onions? Yeah, I like onions. What if no, I was no, an onion please. bagel? Oh, that's fine, too. I mean, my favorite is an egg bagel. I made fun of egg bagels before. Did you hear me? I was like, maybe I I'll be I the love an egg bagel. I will be the bread nobody wants to eat. And I said, like an egg bagel. And then, of course, you oh just God. said. You egg bagels it. are the fucking best. It's like a brioche. I don't know what they. T I've never had an egg bagel. I don't know what it what? tastes like. It's almost like a plain bagel, but richer. What do I want with a plain bagel? This, it's so good. You got to try it sometime. But why would I have a plain bagel when I could have so I actually do get a plain bagel if I get a certain type of cream cheese. Yeah, I, I have very specific things that I have to get at the bagel place. Like I get certain combinations. Speaking of which, I got a bacon, egg and cheese from a bagel place around here and I was really disappointed. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's hard. It's okay. It's hard because but you got the best job. The New York's got the best bacon, egg and cheese. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I mean, every bodega in New York pretty much has a really good bacon, egg, and cheese. And I would think that there would be better choices around here. I think that I just got something from the wrong place. Um, but I will say that Asbury Park has two different baked good places that are rock star themed. One is called Purple Glaze, and it's a donut place. And the okay, other one okay, is okay, okay. The other one is Confections of a Rock Star. I was going to guess exactly that. I would have gotten it exactly right. I was going to guess <laughs> Confections of a and, Rock Star. And it's a cupcake place. I was going to guess, li literally, I was, that's the, I knew I had it on the tip of my tongue. You know what it's going to be? Confections of a rock star. But now <laughs> no one will know. Because you beat me to it. No, I would never have got that. So you're going to be an egg, a stale egg bagel. What was the issue with the bacon, egg, and cheese, may I ask? Um, the bacon seemed, it wasn't crispy. It was soggy. And it didn't seem, I was like, is this cooked completely? Like, and I ate it all the same oh, because I was like, I'm hungry. Um, but I was disappointed. And it, the bagel was a little bit, the bagel wasn't too bad, but it was a little chewy. Yeah. 
the bagel store, the Brooklyn Bagels over here by us, you do a bacon, egg, and cheese, you can get a hash brown right on it. Yeah, you could get a hash brown here too. And because it's New Jersey, you could also get pork roll New on it. New Jersey. You really to. Yeah. Pork roll. What were we talking about? If you could be in a uh, What bread you would be, yeah. Riley and Anya Bananya. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, like, in the background of all of this, you know, Riley is going on a date with Anya Bananya, but he's also been on AIM with soccer stud underscore 1717. <laughs> Can we also just quickly His note that pa- a panini is not bread? A panini is yeah. a sandwich. Also, panini is the plural. It's like yeah. it's panino for one, hey, and it's multiple panini. Panino. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I never knew it that. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Get me a fucking panino over here. Thank you. I'm gonna eat it. Um. <laughs> Soccer stud underscore seventeen seventy. <laughs> Not a stud. I'm gonna just say it. Um, also, I want to point out that Riley's. Aim name is just his full name. It's Riley Stavros. <laughs> it's not Sparkles Spaz 28. It's not like hot for you, Greek God. Or <laughs> we should update Sparkle Spaz 28 to be just Riley Stavros. <laughs> That's our new Instagram handle, yeah, Riley, Riley Stavros. Stavros. Or soccer stud underscore 1717. <laughs> So yeah, soccer stud is pretty good. Soccer, soccer stud underscore seventeen seventeen. So soccer stud and Riley went to some camp together, and they sort of, I guess, realized they might be into each other then, or mm-hmm. but weren't really saying it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're sending each other hot, sexy pics of one another without their shirts on. What did you think of this? Mm-hmm. That guy looks like a child. Soccer stud seventeen seventeen. Sorry, underscore seventeen seventeen. <laughs> That's why I said he wasn't much of a study. He was very childlike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Riley is, I don't know. He looks like somebody. Like, he looks kind of like Robert he Pattinson. Does. A little bit, yeah. Right? I mean, it was the time, right? Yeah, he's not, like, as devastatingly handsome as Robert Pattinson can be, but he's got, like, a young, like, Robert Pattinson thing going. He's got a late 2000s, like, hunky teen look to him. Yeah. All the uh, hunky teens, <laughs> small things. I bet you loved that song. Um, I guess that Riley is like taking ultra muscle boost and throwing himself into football to try to not deal with being gay. I think in some ways when hot Peter was saying the thing about, do you think it's going to make you not gay? He was like saying more along the lines of like, do you, what do you think? Like getting yourself all jacked up and being a big testosterone fueled mm-hmm. muscle guy is going to make you feel more masculine and then not gay, I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do. Yeah. He's obviously trying to, he's very not into this whole part of his being, which Mm-mm. is sad, but he'll get there, I think. So he starts hitting on Anya Bananya and Sav doesn't like it. And Sav, like, dudes, don't do that because that was my girlfriend and we were together for mm-hmm. six months. And now you're mm-hmm. just taking her to, he said, I, I'm not, I'm, he said a gay picnic. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Does it was, it was weird because I was like, wait, is he saying gay because he knows I don't know. that Riley is gay or? Because there was questions he... about it between some of the team members earlier, right? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, but it was like real, like no one really knew, but I felt right. like there was kind of a weird 
hinting. So I couldn't tell if that was Sav being homophobic or if it was like him trying to make a dig that wasn't really anything. The way people in those, just some people in those days used that the term gay to mean like not cool. Yeah. To just like, yeah, exactly. And fucking Riley beat the shit out of him. And in some ways I was like, you know what, Mm -hmm. Sav, you do not. Mm -hmm. First of all, let's, let's just get right to the heart of the matter. Mm -hmm. You have no Mm -hmm. ownership over Anya Bananya. I don't care how long you dated her. You have absolutely Mm -hmm. no ownership over her. Now, if there's some sort of like code between friends, Mm -hmm. but you also don't seem to be very good friends with this guy either. So get off your fucking high horse and accept that she has moved on. If she has, whatever. I mean, you know, they only dated for six months and they were very into their stickers. And that's all we know. And also at this point, Anya Bananya and Riley had already decided to be friends that it would be better for them. He didn't know that, though, at that point. No, no, he didn't know that. Some other really important things uh, to point out from this uh, episode were that back when Anya Bananya and Riley are on their date, Holly J is working. Yeah, Holly Jacoby and Myers is, I wrote it down is working. Too. I wrote it down too. Should we say it at the same <laughs> she time? Comes out. You want yeah, to say it at the says, same time? Can I? She says, "Could I get, get you a block of cheese to go with to go your with humongous, your humongous meathead?" meathead. <laughs> you loved it. I was it, like right? Holly J. You loved it. I love to see it. I'm Holly J. Is really it's, she's getting the page lines. You know, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. She is becoming just. Belisaba. Yeah. And like Peter and Mia happen to also be at there. And so they come and join them. And then Mia and Anya Bananya both go into use the bathroom. And so Riley and Peter have to have an awkward conversation about steroids and uh being gay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that. Um, the funniest thing is is yeah. like so Mia and Hot Peter pull up to the date. She's like, Mia, come sit with us. And Mia's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And she says to Anya Bananya, just order me what I always get. And then she's like, wait, I'm coming to the bathroom with you. And all I could think of was like, but nobody's going to order Mia what she always gets. because I thought Peter was supposed to order for her. Oh, is that who she said that to? <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> Mia, Mia, and Alice. Ted mm-hmm. Leo, the pharmacist. And after the date. Riley goes running in the woods with soccer stud oh, underscore 1717. I love how soccer stud underscore 1717 just like lives there. Like, it's like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like this long distance thing. And it's like, hey, you want, out of nowhere, he's like, do you want to meet lives for in a the run? ravine? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he like comes up, he's like a fucking sewer rat. Um, he's like, do you want to meet for a run? Sewer rat with an emo boy haircut. He really does have an emo boy haircut. Mm-hmm. So he shows up. He he goes to the place where Sacristad underscore seventeen seventeen was running, mm-hmm. and then he runs away from him. Yeah, it's very strange. He pulls his hat down. He's like, "I gotta get out of here." It's very bizarre. Yeah, it's not strange. And I guess he, he, we're obviously dealing with his whole denial, or yeah. Um, and then he's in English class, and they brought Miss Kwan back for an episode. Paid her twenty dollars and everything. <laughs> Maybe 40. She had a few lines in this she episode. She did. I, this may have been over five. Yeah. And Riley thinks that everyone's laughing at him and staring at him and pointing at him, and they're not. And Peter's like, that's the roid rage. Yeah, because he threw her an eraser at Peter's head mm-hmm. and then got suspended. Oh, no, he didn't get suspended for that. He got sent to the principal's office. Yeah, he got suspended I was little... for beating up Seth. <laughs> right. I was bummed out that we didn't find out what they were laughing at, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to know more. Because it really did seem like they were laughing at uh, 
Riley Stavros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Underscore seventeen seventeen. <laughs> so, but Riley Stavros goes to see Sakristan underscore seventeen seventeen again mm-hmm. at the same spot, and he's like Sakristan seventeen seventeen. Sorry, Sakristan underscore seventeen seventeen is like. I know you're nervous, but like when I finally did it for the first time, it like, I don't know. What did you say? Like, Well, so, I mean, before he goes to see soccer stud underscore 1717 at the same time, he goes on the gay picnic date with Anya. Sorry, I'm oh, using right. the terminology that Sav used. I'm not, I don't think. <laughs> It was right. it was gay no, in any yeah, sense yeah, yeah. of the word, except for that it is very it's a nice. Picnic. It, it's a nice date, but like, what's weird about it that maybe like this is the I, I was like, where did this dog come from? <laughs> dog with him and his mom yeah. packed like a picnic and everything. Yeah, because his mom was so happy that he was dating a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. What happens with oh, d- and then is it soccer start underscore seventeen seventeen? He decides yes. They have a really terrible kiss. Oh, right. Him and Anya. It's like a... But Anya. Yeah. Like a weird pet. Not a hot kiss. There was a hot kiss in this episode, though. We'll yeah. Get to it. So he kind of... He's like, I'm sorry, I have to go. I forgot about this project that I have due tomorrow. And so he kind of leaves the date abruptly, and he goes to right. meet soccer stud underscore 1717 in the woods, yeah. and they make right. out. Yeah. And then he... Does he run away or no? They just make out. No, they just make out. I do want to also point out that right at the beginning of the episode, and then we can get back to everything, they come off the bus. They've just had a big football Mm -hmm. celebration. They did a lot of good stuff. And the Shep is talking to Riley Stavros, and he's like, you are, you, what, you're such an improvement. You must be fighting the girls off with the stick or whatever. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I just don't know who to pick. And he's, he's sort of starting having this crisis where like, oh, he's sad that he doesn't um, have a, he can't be himself because he's looking around and he sees, Mia and Hot Peter mm-hmm. hugging. He sees Spinner and um, Jane. Jane hugging. And then he sees Bruce the Moose. And did you notice who he was like, not hugging, but like definitely like in a flirtatious little like dance with? The great Shantae. <gasps> and I, I was like, this, I want this to be a thing. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I was so happy about it. But anyway. We cut back and Anya Bananya approaches Riley Stavros mm-hmm. um, and says, you know, that kiss was so awkward. And he's like, no, no, I can do better. And she's like, it's just that I'm not over Sav. Mm-hmm. And he like breathed a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And she said, but I still would really love to be friends. And he was like, oh, no, I would really love that. And I felt for him there. Mm-hmm. I did, too. And then Sav gets mad and says they he went on a gay picnic and they get into a fight and Sav has a bloody broken nose. It's great. He beat the shit out of Sav and they like it was a and- pretty intense fight. When I say oh, it's great, I was just like shit. cinematically, it was like entertaining to watch. I was you just hate like, oh my violence. God. I do, but I enjoyed you loved this. this. I don't know. <laughs> I What's like Sav too. I don't know. <laughs> I do too, but he deserved it because you don't own Anya. I, she I can like, do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. I also like when Degrassi goes all in on something instead of just glossing over it. So I was glad there was a real fight. <laughs> Yeah, they really, he really beat, he bloodied his nose up and everything. He beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And they, um, basically, Hot Peter was blamed roid rage for this. But I was like, mm-hmm. I also think maybe he was just like pissed because he, he kind of slurred him. Like he gave, he did a, mm-hmm. he, it was, it, it was like 
building up inside. I think it's more, it was more about that and like Mm -hmm. being so frustrated with himself and not being able to be open. And he said, gay picnic and it made him mad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the steroids didn't help, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it was a roid rage. No, probably not. Roid rage. Uh, I'm living with some roid rage. I have it on here and I was like, who is this dog at the picnic? It's like a short lab. I don't even remember the dog at the picnic. <laughs> you got it on your iPad? No, I no, I don't watch it when we do the episodes anymore. I mm-hmm. watched it on my tiny phone while okay. I made black bean soup for dinner. That's why you couldn't see the uh, the dog. Yeah, I didn't even. See. It was out of frame in the on mm-hmm. the phone. It's cropped. So then, <laughs> yeah, it was cropped out. So, <laughs> Hot Peter brings Riley Stavros his. I guess we're calling him Riley Stavros now. Riley underscore Stavros. <laughs> Seventeen seventy. What do you think the 1717 stood for? I don't know. Was that like a big, is this some kind of like uh, incel thing? Like, or uh, uh, real like Oath Keepers was 1717 a year that something happened? Or is it just his favorite number? Could be July 7th, Mm -hmm. 2017. I mean, to be fair, whenever I had a number in one of my screen names, it was completely arbitrary. It was just because I needed to have one there. Because I yeah. there were too many other people with it. Well, maybe that's good, a lot of soccer studs out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. soccer studs need that underscore seventeen seventeen. I bet you that's what it was. There were too many soccer studs. There are a thousand seven hundred and sixteen other soccer studs. Imagine he just sat there doing literally trying every number <laughs> until <laughs> soccer stud one. Nope, soccer stud two taken. Soccer I don't stud know if three. you remember this, but <laughs> AOL used to be like, "Here's a suggestion because all of your names are taken." Uh, did they? <laughs> and they'd probably it's be so like, much funnier to me. Soccer stud underscore 1717 <laughs> it's so much funnier to me to think of him having to be like soccer stud underscore 368 don't soccer stud underscore 369 fuck i kind of i kind of like love hate the scene with the kiss with soccer stud underscore 1717 what do you love about it what do you hate about it before i wrote down this kiss, uh, in all caps. Actually, I wrote down this kiss about the Anya Riley one, and then I wrote this other kiss in all caps about this one. Did you think that was a hot kiss? This kiss, this kiss. The second one was a hot kiss, um, but there's something about it that creeps me out too. I don't know. There's something about soccer stud 1717 underscore 1717. It that creeps seemed me out. like he was pushing Riley into something he wasn't quite ready for yeah. yet, and that made it feel a little bit like maybe that's what it predatory. was. It was even shot that way. It was like shot mm-hmm. from above and like he was like coming in against the tree and it was. Like and then he like, moves down out of frame and you're like, oh, I know what that means. What does that mean? Blowjobs. Oh, I thought it meant he was going to kiss his wrist. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that as the hot kiss, by the way. I thought there was another hot kiss in this episode. Just kissing hot my wrist. kiss, hot kiss. Faith Hill. Um, so... Hot Peter brings Riley Stavros his assignments Mm -hmm. and um, they sort of have hot Peter's fucking great, man. They sort of have this nice Mm -hmm. talk where hot Peter's like, listen, basically Riley's like, I'm just not prepared for this. And he's like, dude, you can still do all the shit you do. You could fucking play sports and be cool and have friends. No one. It's cool. It's great. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. And then we Shiler Stone at the end of that. Yeah. Loving Hot Peter these days, man. I can't fucking believe it. I know, it. right? 
<laughs> Everyone told us it would happen, and it did. I'm really love. I mean, he's he's like the fucking best. Mm-hmm. He was such a shitty kid. He was. I mean, yeah, just terrible. But now he seems like, like oh, actually, his mom left and he's great. Yeah. Ever since Hot Sulakis was out here and Plain Sulakis took over, it's been so much better. B story. I felt like that was kind of quiet this time because should we do that again? Well, yeah, sure. Ready? B story. That had more of the Bon Jovi energy I was going for. What do you mean, Jerry Seinfeld? (laughs) Did you see Jerry Seinfeld was talking about B-movie like a couple weeks ago? He like did an interview and he was like, guys. Oh, I did hear about this actually. I'm sorry that I like sexualized the B and the, I guess like. I think you told me about this. If you watch (laughs) B, did I talk about it on the podcast? I think so, probably. (laughs) I've never seen B movie, so. I haven't either. I think I put it on for Max and then left the room. But apparently Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have because the B wants to fuck a human in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fucking weird. Uh, so the B story is all about Derek and Danny, D&D, D&D advertising, Melrose mm-hmm, Place. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek wants to go on a date with Leah. Yes. Is that her name? Leah. Or Leah. Sorry. I don't Leia. know. Princess yeah. Leia. Yeah. Um, he knows that da- Danny is friends with her. Mm-hmm. So he asks... Danny to put a good word in for him, mm-hmm. but they're not really friends anymore. I can't remember where the schism happened. Football, I think. But they both play football. I know, but I feel like Derek became really good friends with Natty Zavitz, and so now they're kind of like the rogues on the football team. But and also, I was wondering if it had the to hooligans. do with when I had was wondering if it had to do with when Derek was like being particularly mean to Paula Brancati because mm-hmm. wasn't Danny not involved yeah. in that? He sort of like had her back. Yeah. So I think maybe that was it. Um, so they acknowledged oh, that you they- You know when they also fell out was over Rachel. Who's Rachel? She was the girl who was in one episode last season when they had to make the movie. I do and, remember that. Um, they were at the lingerie shop. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And she liked That's Danny. when Derek and Danny fell out. Because Derek didn't understand systemic racism. Right. And he stuck oh, underwear right. in Danny's bag. <gasps> That's right. That was a yeah. horrible fucking thing to do. I hated that. Yeah. Good brain, Rach. Good, I, good uh, recollection. See, I remember stuff sometimes. I just need to like get into the zone. Auto oh, zone. no. Auto zone. <laughs> no, you are definitely better at remembering than I am. <laughs> My brain is fucking mm-hmm. rice pudding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ever have rice pudding in your whole life? I'm not sure if I have, actually. I have never. I've I never wonder if it. I've had it like once just like in passing, but I don't think I have. I've had rice pudding of before. Have. Of course you have. I I have. <laughs> I've had bread pudding. I've eaten so much fucking rice pudding, it's coming out of my ears. I'm Bob Hoskins. I've had it on a pirate ship, and I've had it in with Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I love me rice pudding <laughs> with me tea. Mm-hmm. See you later. Um, 
I've never had it my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've had bread pudding a ton. Bread pudding's delicious. Mm-hmm. Rice pudding just sounds gross to me, but I feel like it's a thing that young kids have. And Bob Hoskins, evidently. I I wonder if I've had it somewhere, like maybe on a flight somewhere when they serve you a little dessert thing. I don't think I would get I would be like, nah, I'm good. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'll try this. It's free. On a plane? Yeah. I'll try anything on a plane. But what if it doesn't agree with you and then you got to go poop it up in that tiny plane toilet? That normally doesn't happen. What actually is the worst thing is like drinking seltzer on the plane because all the bubbles and the air compression is just not good. I feel very uncomfortable. The only thing I drink on planes is booze. Yeah, or water. Just straight water. Yeah, I'll have some water. (laughs) Still. You ever poop it in a plane? I don't think I have, no. I never have. The longest flight I've ever taken is 12 hours, so I'm like, have I never pooped in a plane? (laughs) Yeah, but you probably could. Sometimes when you're not like near a place that's comfortable to poop, your body shuts it down. Yeah, I mean, sometimes just traveling, it'll take like days before I poop again. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Same. (sighs) So on that note. (laughs) So what's happening with Derek? Yeah. So, so Danny's like, obviously has feelings for princess Leia, but he's like, all right, fine. I'll talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, also like in that same conversation, Derek's like, you know, you're so cool with the ladies. Like, is it because you wear a vest? Like, I can get a vest. Is yeah, why do I these mean? ladies like you so much? And no, it's because I'm a fucking human being who treats them with respect. I've grown up. That's what it is about Danny Van Zandt. He's mm-hmm. grown as a human. Mm-hmm. I love Danny. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that he was Liberty's brother? Mm-hmm. He's good friends with JT. Yeah, Van Zant. Yeah, the Van Zants. Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts in a good word for Danny, uh, Derek, mm-hmm. but Leia says, I'll only agree to go on the date with him if you break up the date at some point. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'll do it. Then they go on the date. I'm they go to the pool this. hall yeah. as, as people do on the show, because it's one of the venues they can use. Yep. It's, it's where they get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really just the dot. They just fucking repurpose the <laughs> Um, Yeah, and then she and Derek are, like, laughing about Danny, but not, like, laughing at him, like, talking very kindly of him and laughing about he's, him. And Danny walks in and sees them, and he's like, oh, she's been Derek. Yeah, as been Sav puts it. <laughs> she basically, he does, like, an impression of Danny, and she laughs, and she's like, he's so cute when he does that. Mm-hmm. And that's even when Derek knows it's like, oh, this is a, this is yeah, a thing. Yeah. And he's like, that's how he gets all the girls. But of course, it's a misunderstanding. And rather than see what's happening, Danny leaves. Yeah. And, then and Danny gets is, all pissy about it. He gets all pissy about it. And then also is like very, this is another uh, similar to Sav and Riley with like a bro code thing mm-hmm. where it's like, because who tells Danny to tell Leah how he feels? Is it also Hot Peter? <laughs> I think it might be Sav. <laughs> is it Sav? Yeah. Yes, you're right. It is Sav. Oh, because Sav is like, uh, Danny's like talking shit about Derek. He's like, this guy's such a fucking asshole. And like, but, and, and Sav's like, dude, he's, was you. You used to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then Danny's like, yeah, but I grew up. I'm like, not that. I don't even want to be associated with that anymore. Mm-hmm. 
So he tells him to tell her how he feels, but he said he's like very bro Cody. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. If they like each other, I don't want to step on toes. I'm going to like be sad and cry about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Leia comes running after Danny and she's like, what, what, why did you come and spoil the date? Is this, am I doing this chronologically correct? Or does Derek already tell Danny before the hand that? Well, I think what happens after that is my in favorite scene in this entire episode, which is when Leia is dancing in the gym out of, for no like explicable reason. We know now from this episode that she is a ballet dancer, but they don't really need to tell you that <laughs> except for so- that there's this scene where she is in the gym by herself dancing. And then Danny comes up and starts watching her from the hallway. And then Derek comes up and watches Danny watching <laughs> dancing. And it is just pizza man. Like it's, amazing. it's so great. It's so great. And it's I could so- watch it like 50 more times. <laughs> and the thing that I literally wrote a note right at the beginning of the episode, I wrote a note that says, so Leah's like, I, I come in every day to dance. She says that at like the beginning of the episode and I go, Leah's got to dance. What a hilarious piece of character information about someone we know nothing about. They just like drop this little piece. She's like, I got, but I like had so much ballet that like I have PTSD, but like not PTSD, but like I, I just can't do with competition. She said, mm-hmm. but she's like, I have to come in a dance solely. Like you said, so they could set up this scene mm-hmm. where Danny watches her dance and Derek watches Danny watching her dance. Derek mm-hmm. watches Danny watching her dance. Mm-hmm. And that's when Derek's like, oh, I got to give it up. And they obviously like each other. Mm-hmm. So he tells Danny, he's like, you know, it's not going to work out. So go have, go do your thing. They have a it's hot great. kiss. They have it's a hot great. kiss. That was the kiss that I thought was pretty hot was Danny and Leah. Leah. Mm-hmm. It is pretty hot. Yeah, it was a good kiss. I liked it. I was, I was, I was all for it. I like these two. Yeah, I could see this going somewhere. And also, it's sort of like repackaged Danny and Derek as also they kind of show Derek is growing a little bit here and sort of mm-hmm. being more mature. And then weren't they like, wasn't Derek like, hey, you want to go hang out and like play video games or something? And he was like, yeah, sure. I don't remember. Maybe. Mm-hmm. There Sorry. was like a. I got to that scene again. <laughs> the the dancing scene? Yeah. Okay. Derek. But Derek and Danny like sort of make up. Yeah, right? Derek is like you. You know, you obviously like this person. Yeah, you know, and they kind of. I don't know that they're going to be like best friends again, but they seem to be on better terms. But was there like something like, do you want to go and like do something? And they were like, yeah, let's go do something. Or am I crazy? They're supposed to do a project together in class, and Derek just turns around. And he's like, "Go for her." You know, I saw the way that you were watching her dance in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, you and he's like, "But you know, you were interested." And he's like, "No, you hooked a brother up." Like that's literally what Derek says. Um, and that's okay. You know, I'm happy to see that. And they just seem to be okay. And Miss Kwan comes up and yells at them, which gets her an extra $20. She must've made 200 bucks for this episode. Easily, easily by the amount of lines that she had. She's like, she was an extra in a Faith Hill video or something. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Faith Hill still making music videos. Na, 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 love me. Probably in those days she was. I love the football drills that the football team does. I'm like, this is my impression of what football practice looks That's like. That's what you know football practice to be from watching yeah. Degrassi. 
Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, it was it was cute. Yeah, right? this was a fine episode. This was a nice, mm-hmm. good stuff. It was a There's, fine episode. Yeah, it's a fine episode. Nothing wrong with it. You know, we're getting we're getting into these new characters. We got a shot of Spinner for a second, mm-hmm. hugging Paula Brancati after their big football victory. Mm-hmm. But Rach, mm-hmm. let's get down to brass tacks here. We like to rate okay. these episodes on a patented scale of one to ten, with uh, one being the least and ten being the most of how much each episode goes there. Mm-hmm. When it was on the noggin, the, the 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 tagline was "It goes there." I don't know if it was they were still using that tagline at this point. Mm-hmm. My guess is maybe they weren't. I think this was for the early years, but we're still going to do it. We're going to mm-hmm. hang on hard to the horse and ride it into sunset. So, Rach, how much do you think episode eight ten? My love is like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I need. Oh, goes there. I rated this a three. I don't think it goes there very much, but that fight was pretty intense. And also the implication of a possible blowjob. Yeah, it was an intense fight. And also, like uh, Riley Stavros goes cruising, kind of in 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 the in the the, at the ravine with With someone he knows. Yeah, so it's not really soccer stud underscore seventeen seventeen. Yeah, a three. Um, I'm gonna go a little higher because it's dealing with the sort of like inner struggle of a young person coming to terms with their sexuality Mm -hmm. and sort of like fighting it. But then also sort of like, yeah, coming to terms mm-hmm. with it to an extent, thanks to fucking hot Peter of all fucking mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. the voice of goddamn reason and my favorite mm-hmm. Degrassi mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say a five. I'm sure mm-hmm. this resonates and resonated with uh, people when they were watching the show who, who were going mm-hmm. through similar experiences. And I think that's what Degrassi is like meant to do mm-hmm. is to like be a beacon and to help people relate to something um Mm -hmm. i'm a little put off by like them even having steroids be a thing in this episode because Mm -hmm. none of his actions suggest like it's because he's going through any roid rage it's all about his innermost like that to me feels like shoehorned in to make it feel like bigger than it but it's already big that's like a big thing for someone to go Mm -hmm. through you don't need this other thing on top of it Mm -hmm. so it kind of goes nowhere the steroids thing for me and i I sort Mm -hmm. of hate it um Mm -hmm. i let i guess i can appreciate it in the sense that like he's using it as a form of escape but to then mm-hmm. suggest that the things that he does is because he's doing steroids is, is f- fucking stupid. But I'm still mm-hmm. going to go. I'm going to go with a five for uh, for this episode. Oh, OK. That's a bit higher. So, Patrick. Yes, sir. Sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Do not call me, sir. Um, call me. Call also, me, don't sir. call me I'm ma'am gonna... either. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, in this episode, episode 810, uh, Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine. Uh, who was your most valuable Degrassian? Well, shout out to, I'm sure we'll both shout out to Zagerstead underscore 1717. Just for the name, not really for much else. No, nothing else. Walked on the precipice of greatness. Mm -hmm. Um, 
who is my MVG? Uh, did Paula Brancati do anything in this episode? No. Um, I can't. It's just I got to do it again. I mean, I got to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's hot Peter. I got to go there mm. again. I mean, this is Riley's episode, obviously, mm-hmm. but, you know, right. Maybe I go with Riley. I haven't written anyone down yet because I actually had a really hard time yet again deciding on who would be the MVD in this episode because it is a Riley episode. He does finish up the episode beating up Sav, but also kind of for good reason. Um, yeah. And also kind of like coming to terms maybe with, I'm, I'm going to say Riley. I'm not going to say. And it's not, be. it's not Anya Bananya's episode and it's definitely not Sav's episode. And then with the B story, it's like maybe Derek, I don't know. Like he actually was kind of, I don't know, but Derek also sucks. So. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I like I'm, some of the things about the B story better, but then I'm also like, it is kind of Riley's episode. I don't know. I'm going to say, you know, you could say Leia because she has a great dancing scene. Yeah, actually. But it's what's also makes the dancing scene is the fact that like Danny and Derek are Maybe Danny. Her. I'm going to say yeah. Riley. I'm going to say okay. Riley because it's like his. This like feels terrible. I'm just gonna say this, but it's like his coming out episode, but not in that way. Mm-hmm. It's like his sort of arrival on the scene of being a character on the show mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. I know he's been in episodes yeah. before, but this feels like a big. He's carrying this episode. He goes through a lot. I'm not saying he's like he's like comes off the best. I think mm-hmm. Hot Peter's sort of like yeah. being a nice guy is like. Yeah, and I gotta say, like Riley is kind of like uh, very bland actor i agree i agree so i'm like i was like yeah maybe riley and then i'm like actually that actor's pretty fucking bland i'm I'm gonna go with riley only because who knows if it's ever gonna happen again for me so i'm gonna go with riley riley stavros yeah i was almost with you until i thought about the fact that i'm not sure that that guy is a very good actor um and I don't want to condone violence, but I do think that that was actually kind of like a righteous fight at the same time. But I'm going to go with Leia for the exact reason that you said was that dance. Like, I mean, I will never forget that. That scene She's was a dancer. the best part. She's a dancer. As we know now. It was amazing. They told us at the beginning and then she actually danced at the end. Um, yeah. I feel like we're starting to get to know some of these characters. I'm starting to mm-hmm. get more involved. It's good. Holly J has a great line about the block of cheese. Cause he's such a meathead. Mm-hmm. Lest block we of forget cheese. that. If she were in this more, I probably would have picked her. Yeah. She's coming around. I'm, I'm excited for Holly J. Fine episode though. This is pretty good. It's not like a, you know, it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, no complaints. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I enjoyed spending this time with you, Rachel. As we, oh. talked, we discussed it and talked about it. Me Shut your camera too. off when you went to get your wine. Me too. So on that note, you can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. We may or may not ever respond to it, but we do read them. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast, or you can join the Facebook group, The Dope Monkeys and the Broomheads, which is very fun. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. And most importantly, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash deemp, where we uh, will be most likely recording many bonus episodes about Christmas movies this season. Coming up, we got a bunch of Christmas <laughs> movies possibly to be doing. Should be pretty mm-hmm. fun. We're in there doing it. I was going to say something else and I forgot now. Well, what are you going to do? 
Rate, review, subscribe. That's what I was going to say. Write mm-hmm. reviews, guys. If you haven't written a review, write a review. We haven't had a review in a while. Mm-hmm. It helps If your us. complaint about the show is that it's too long and we go on tangents, maybe don't write a review. <laughs> or write a review, <laughs> because but Because we literally out. say that in <laughs> the show description. <laughs> so you don't need to give us a bad rating when we described ourselves as such. <laughs> we told you. Listen, <laughs> write a review and keep that stuff out of it. That's all. Yeah. Write about all the things you like. Yeah. Bob all Hoskins the greats, showed up. All the greats today. also have bad reviews because it's not just their friends writing their reviews. Bob Hoskins showed up today, and I don't know what else you could ask for. Mary Pat Christie was here. <laughs> the Christie's children. <laughs> they weren't here, but we got talked about. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mary yeah. Pat Christie almost murdered you. No, she didn't. She's going to, she's mad at you, not me. I wouldn't trust the things she said about knowing the interiors of all the houses, though, because you're in an apartment. Yeah. So maybe she she doesn't know. She might not know. I don't think, I think you're all right. She does know what you look like, though, and she knows you're (laughs) always All right, pal. Can you believe we did two episodes back to back? It's been a minute. We're going to do one next week, too, right? Yeah. Next week, we got a new episode. And then we're going to take a week off because it's Thanksgiving. But, Eh, you know, know, we can't (laughs) win some, you lose some. Three in a row, baby. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. It's not mm-hmm. too bad. All right. We will uh, be here on the audio uh, channels for you next week. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I know I can make it through. I'm going to do that Thank at the goodness. end of every episode now. I'm going to say that. I'm do that I appreciate it. If I do.